Hey there, boys and girls. It's Ralph Garman, and you're listening to Talking Cod Swallop. Good choice. Hello, everybody. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Man. You might know me from the Tell Him Steve Day podcast and the I Sell Comics podcast. Listen, I love podcasting. I love talking, but what I really love doing is talking cod swallow. Hey, I'm Alicia Witt. I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Podrick Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the talking... Okay, I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Cod Swallow podcast. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster, and you're listening to a podcast, Talking Cod Swallow, right here, man. Welcome to this week's Talking Cod Swallop. I am Gemma. I am James. Well, hello there, James. How are good you? Evening. <laughs> uh, I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. Because, well, Salty Tapos may have realised or may not have realised because we're very sneaky. We did have a couple of weeks off. So we're uh, we're finding our, our feet again with our microphones, aren't we? So, <laughs> well... Yeah, I mean, in your case, the microphone is finding the floor. But, yeah, we are finding our feet, so yeah. to speak. <laughs> yeah, brand new microphone because, you know, I had a, I had a wonderful birthday present, which was very, very nice because my microphone was getting old. First time using, dropped it on the floor. <laughs> Just so. so violent. I so know. So violent. I didn't mean to. Just <laughs> accidentally. That's what they all say. <laughs> but yeah so so hopefully my audio is coming through nice and clear and beautifully it sounds good it sounds good well any good well yeah we're good i mean i can't can't give you too much praise on coming back in that might you know might give you too much of a big head so we'll, do, we'll go with yeah. minimal and build up from there <laughs> i don't want my head to grow any bigger than it already no. is <laughs> no, that's unfortunately true yeah so how have you been over the last few weeks then james just you know ducking and diving you know (laughs) freewheeling all that sort of stuff how about you oh you got you got a um what's the car i've got delorean written in my head but not written no because you said three wheeling um oh reliant robin Oh, Robin Reliant, yeah. Robin Reliant, no, real, real, oh, yes. <laughs> yes, got a pony in my pocket. Yeah, it's, it's not one of my favourite shows. It's certainly not one of my favourite cars either. <laughs> Did you say it's not one of your favourite shows? No, it's never been my bag. Only for oh, wow. I just, I just don't, it does nothing for me. So I don't get the extreme appeal of it, but if it works for people... It works for people. Oh wow! I didn't know. I didn't know that at all. Nope. So there never, you go. I think as a child I enjoyed it, but as an adult it just does nothing for me. So, but anyway, hey, such is. If you're yeah. all the same, it'd be boring. You will. I mean, that's entirely true. That is entirely mm. true. But yeah, I for one, I love only fools and horses. So I'm a little sheep when it comes to that program. <laughs> <laughs> You're the roaring lion. <laughs> yes, well, how very true. Yes. How very, very true. You know, you've probably not been to a hairdresser, so you've probably got a nice mane going on at the moment as well. No, I have had a haircut, so the, oh. mane, is, the mane has been reduced somewhat. But, yeah, it's gone from shoulders to uh, certainly higher up neck and making me look a bit more presentable. Oh, well, that's but, good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was getting interesting. I was starting to look like I should be like in a rock band of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> well, something like that. Anyway, yeah. Yes. Well, <laughs> or, or a vagrant, a vagrant, probably. Yeah, or a bad imitation of a rock band, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm a tribute act. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you're the one that the people pay to not see. <laughs> <laughs> well, they pay a very low fee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you go in, 
<laughs> All right, Denver. You're not in Denver. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of one of my favourite films, actually. There's a film called Still Crazy. Have you ever seen that? Uh, doesn't ring a bell. Okay. Uh, wait, hang on. Is, is Billy Connolly in it? Let me tell you. Uh, it's got Bill Nye in it. Yes. Yeah, it is the one with Billy Connolly. And yeah, yeah, many, many years ago I've seen it. Many years. Yeah, but, I've actually got the, the DVD here in my hand at the moment because it's right next to me. Oh, I love that film so much. I know this isn't Sally Lloyd Codswallop, but, you know, I love that film. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. We just we bring these things in because they bring joy and happiness to people. So that, it's all good. Yes, so highly recommend that film if anyone is uh, looking for something to watch. That is a very good film, in my opinion. And it's quite funny as well, isn't it? Well, again, it's, uh, yes, it, from what I can remember, but it's been a long, long time since I've seen it, so I don't want to particularly uh, say any, if there are any bad points. But, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was, from what I can remember, it was good. I was thinking about a couple of, like, admin-y type things to discuss as well, because, obviously, we've had a few weeks off, and mm-hmm. we've had a few things that are changed like for example we've got a wonderful new logo for our celluloid codswallop episodes mm-hmm. and that was drawn from reference of our obviously original podcast logo but um mm-hmm. yeah the, the lovely eddie pence drew that for us yeah thank you eddie yeah it's very cool isn't it it's very cool yeah and I'm mentioning that as well because we can only get the logo to change on if you're if you're listening to us via like Podbean, you'll see that there's the two different logos. But if you're listening via like iTunes or Stitcher or whatever, the likelihood it's probably just that one logo you're going to be seeing, which is our main one. But uh, you know, still it's uh, it's there. We have put it all over social media. Yeah, so that was cool of him, and um, we donated some money to an MS charity as well, didn't we? For because uh, he didn't want yeah he didn't want any payment for it. So basically, what we decided to do was give a donation to an MS charity because his wife actually suffers with MS, so mm-hmm. it's obviously close to his heart. But I know that mm-hmm. we've got a couple of listeners that have that as well. So it's also, you know, it's quite nice that it's a horrible disease, but it's kind of connected, you know, so we can, uh, you know, we can support, support the charity is what I'm trying to say well, very badly. Yeah. <laughs> he did us a good turn, so in return we do a good turn. Yeah, it's like the whole pay it forward thing, isn't it? So it, yeah, yeah, I guess it is actually. Yeah. To so say yeah, something like that, but yeah, I guess that is the the best way of looking at it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Obviously, we've had a few celluloid codswallop episodes, and Gabrielle has officially joined the team now, hasn't she? Yeah, so. yeah. We've got Gabrielle and Joanne on the the uh, celluloid codswallop. They are now on board. Yes, which is amazing. So. The other thing that I also wanted to mention as well, because we probably have a few new listeners and um, quite often I abbreviate it down, but we will be getting into this. This is like a segue type thing. But, um, you know, each week I say, have you got any codswallop this week, James? Mm-hmm. I, I just thought that, you know, if we have got any new listeners, that it might be worth actually <laughs> telling them. Explaining what the hell that means. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so basically, in the UK, we've got a saying, which is, well, it's codswallop, isn't it? So codswallop indicates like rubbish or crap or shit or whatever. So the segment is actually in full terms called what a load of codswallop. So mm-hmm. i.e., what a load of shit. So it's our little window to have a little moan about anything that's happened in our weeks or months or just in day life you know it's um because if we have guests on sometimes it might just be a random thing or whatever but it's it's whatever's personal to you and whatever is um annoyed you that week isn't it really james <laughs> and That's james true yeah james doesn't get half as annoyed by things as i do so uh that's yeah. probably more my segment than yours. <laughs> Jim, is, Jim is a very angry person, very angry, full of rage, <laughs> rage and hatred and bitterness. Oh, I so, know. so she gets it out of the system. Uh, well, she gets like the, uh, a smidgen out of the system, like a millimetre. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, yeah, that's complete lies. But um, <laughs> James, I'll have a word with you after this show. <laughs> See, she's angry. Yeah. <laughs> so, James, let's get into it. Have you mm. got any cod swallowed this week? Uh, the, well, yes, in a sense, but it sounds weird. But okay. it is a bit of codswallop. Um, those of you who are fans of The Simpsons uh, and have been listening to media will notice that there's been mention of Morrissey. The she mention of Morrissey is codswallop to me because I, I, I can't stand him uh, in any shape or form. So my codswallop is actually an element of happiness, which is the fact that Morrissey's pissed off, but he's been like a little crybaby because he feels that the character they've had on The Simpsons mocks him. So... I'm annoyed that I've had to hear about Morrissey, but I'm absolutely ecstatic and full of joy that he's upset. So that's my <laughs> my thing for the week. <laughs> I can understand that about Morrissey. He's so he's like Coldplay, isn't he? Oh. He's just a tool. He's an absolute enough to tool. I can't even use the language that I. Uh, it was actually Joanne who. I'd heard it mentioned on the radio and was sort of chuckling that he was upset and Joanne sent me a link to something and I can't even use the language <laughs> I sent back in this message to describe him. So I'll just say that I think he's a complete and utter tool. I have no time for him. But if he's going to be all pathetic and I think what he wants is that the is basically what's happening now, which is people are discussing him, so he's getting what he wants. Yeah. So I think I'll start from the option and just say, Morrissey, you're an arse wipe. End of. Get in the bin. <laughs> mm. Definitely be going to the moon forever. Oh yeah, yeah. We haven't done that segment for a while, have we? So yes, we'll definitely send him up there with uh, well Chris Martin, as I uh, yeah. referenced earlier. <laughs> so, <laughs> were you surprised that episode that I didn't actually send um, Paul McCartney? Uh, yeah, I was surprised you had done that. I mean, I sent Lily Allen up. <laughs> <laughs> to be her either. No, but to be honest, out of the the people that I uh, chose, Paul McCartney was kind of the on the bottom of the the least favourite people list. So he was all right. He can stay <laughs> for that little bit longer. He's an old man, but he won't be around that much longer anyway. Well, ages. Yeah. So maybe we'll send him on a a nice little trip so that he can. Send him you on know, a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a cruise yeah <laughs> See how he's, just remember he's worth 1.2 billion so he can take as many cruises as he wants oh my goodness i can't even fathom that kind of money yeah. no that's insane like <laughs> i get a certain amount of money every yeah. month <laughs> it's like i can't where would even... you begin yeah <laughs> yeah but even like i was gonna say with a certain amount of money that i get like thousand or whatever it is you know i know what it is but obviously i'm not going to say but <laughs> i can't even like imagine what that would look like do you know what i mean i know what it looks like in my bank account but if it was mm-hmm. all in cash on my bedroom floor for example i couldn't imagine yeah it, yeah it's mind-blowing mind-blowing it is so how do we get to money anyway <laughs> yeah i was gonna say watch on to on to you Gemma. watch your codswallop because my codswallop's been like happy now almost so yeah well no, that's fine because um things can still make you happy even if they're codswallop so it's all good so basically it's just anything really just you know get involved as in to the salty tadpoles not to you, you james obviously you get involved oh, every week I got- yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> why is it that um, this is one of my cod swallops, but why mm-hmm. is it when pedestrians are crossing the road, they see a car coming and um, they have started running across the road. But when they see the car coming, they start walking <laughs> <laughs> to taunt you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I experienced that today and uh well not today sorry this week and uh, but the guy was on his phone and i was just like oh he was just busy away chatting with his mate and i was like could have been the last conversation mate <laughs> i hope it was good <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah yeah i don't know i don't i don't know what goes through uh, goes through people's minds to be completely honest it's like you see because majority of the time the pedestrian is also a driver you're mm-hmm. like obviously there are people that don't drive out there but you know <laughs> most people know the ways of the road you know regardless so why just 
walk when you see a car coming. Oh, I don't get it. It, don't get it, it. could be worse. They could be a cyclist. Well, (laughs) (laughs) I'm after pedestrians, you're after cyclists. (laughs) Together, we will rule the world. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's it, really. Um, I think there were more things that kind of annoyed me throughout the weeks and Mm -hmm. stuff, but they were kind of incidental things, really. So that was my biggest observation though that yeah i think it didn't help the fact that he was on his phone and he kind of did the whole cheers kind of look <laughs> well, did he at least wave because well, i you... try and at least do a thank you when i'm if you know when i've got across the road and yeah. someone's been nice enough to let me get across yeah yeah he did so i suppose can't fully be on the cod's wallet but no. it's just his actions rather than his behavior ah yes <laughs> so yes yeah, so the the stopping running and just continuing to walk <laughs> mm, maybe at a death wish but at least he did thank you that's the big yeah. one he thanked you because it's very normal when they don't thank you yeah thank you for nearly killing me <laughs> mm. that's that pretty much covered then james so <laughs> <laughs> end of the show <laughs> yeah Have a- Have a good one, guys. (laughs) Yeah. It's been fun chatting. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) No, not really. We've got some fun things planned. There was a big British loss, regardless of whether you liked him or not. He was still, you know, part of, um, you know, a big picture sort of thing. God, I've forgotten his name. Yes. I believe (laughs) what you're looking for is Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh. Thank you. <laughs> Otherwise known as the husband of Elizabeth II. Yes. I, I knew it I knew about the husband part. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so sadly, even though I forgot his name, mm. so I do apologize, sir, you know, your Royal Highness or whatever I'm supposed to call you. But um yeah, he uh yeah, died at the age of uh, ninety nine, which to yeah. me seems really sad he didn't get the letter from the Queen. But uh, well, his wife just hands him a letter. Well done, darling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been funny, though, wouldn't it? Um, it but would. I do feel I do feel sorry for her. Yes. And I'm also kind of hoping that because you've got like the rift between the family at the moment, so like with Harry and William and uh, and their dad, Prince Charles. See, mm. I'm getting everyone's name right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I I hope that they can kind of make it up a little bit you know at least so there's you know i think uh, hopefully this is the thing that brings them back all together if what i'm trying to say so mm. but you see i mean the whole the whole situation itself is well it's just my, my view of the whole the whole riff thing is that it no i couldn't see how they would have thought at all that anyone would benefit from it on either side from what was happening uh the whole thing just seemed to create a mess so hopefully there is some way to pull back not pull back maybe but you know improve the situation and get back to communication that would be a good thing but yeah who knows who knows you know it will be what it will be exactly but you said that you had a fun little snippet or something that you wanted to share it was just a little bit of information because when i saw the I watched the, the the funeral live because, I mean, as you were saying, regardless of how you view the royal family, I have no problem with them, but some people don't like them. Mm. I watched it because it's you're watching history happen. Uh, so I watched the funeral, but I watched it with my dad, and the funeral was around the Windsor Castle yep. and, the, and in the, the church there. And an interesting point my dad informed me of is that at Windsor, there is a like a, a gate a gate area you go through, and there's a, a room above the building to the gatehouse that was the last place Anne Boleyn was in before she was executed. Oh, really? Uh, yep. And my oh. father actually stayed in the room. Uh, he stayed there several times for official business he was at in London. Mm. Uh, and he said in the actual room you can see near the window. Uh, in the gatehouse areas, which is just above the, it's built into the arch where he stayed, you can see AB carved in the window, which was Anne Boleyn, car- who she obviously carved in her initials before she was taken away to be executed. Wow, that is pretty cool. That is pretty interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. recounted. He's told me in the past, but recounted it again watching the funeral. 
So, yeah, a snippet of, of information for you there. Yeah. Balls. I like the fact that uh, Anne Boleyn graffitied before she left the world. Well, to be fair, <laughs> yeah. You spread like I've got to have some sort of record. Scratch, yeah. scratch, scratch. <laughs> I was here. <laughs> as spelled was, as in W-O-Z. <laughs> for her head became separated from her body. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, her neck was but a distant memory. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I'll let it stay, but, you know, yeah. it's really bad. <laughs> we may go back to the royal family a bit later, because there may be a story of the week related to them that's slightly funny. But um, we are going to do a bit of a lighthearted, fun episode this week. So... There's a plane going over my head right now, and so I'm very sorry if you hear that in background noise. But um, yeah, shouldn't, this... shouldn't have set up outside the airport, should you? No, I definitely shouldn't <laughs> have. You know, I'll think about it next time. Yeah. <laughs> we better be careful what I wish for, James. Hadn't I? Yes. Mm, yes. Is that a good segue? <laughs> oh yes, it is. It's yeah. Uh, it, it is a wonderful segue. <laughs> so this week. I asked the Salty Tadpoles for audience participation, or mm. STIs, as we like to call them, Salty Tadpole Interactions. Uh, <laughs> thank you again, Andy, for that information. That was fantastic. Yeah. Scratchy. <laughs> Itchy. <laughs> yes. Rather hot to the touch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that either James or I have had um, an STI. Um, that I'm aware of. Yeah, that I'm aware of, yeah. <laughs> um, right, so I asked, this week you find a magic lamp with a genie inside. Lucky you. We all know the routine. The genie will grant you three wishes. Only rule, you cannot request more than three wishes or more than more wishes sorry what are your three wishes and why so james over to you first okay so this is my own uh, mm-hmm. choices okay so now one of the stipulations in this wish is that you couldn't wish for more wishes so the logical one i would go with is like i'd wish to have loved ones back from the dead but there's something about that that just seems sort of like too weird and creepy to actually do it's something that just doesn't sit right with me mm. um and i also wonder I, in what form would they come back yeah, would they come uh, back as um <laughs> skeletons or zombies uh, or <laughs> well, if i'm to talk about people in my family who immediately died it's gonna be a bit powdery so uh <laughs> probably not a good idea <laughs> um <laughs> so my first one would probably be the obvious one, which would be wealth. So, you know, yep. we'll go for, let's go with a, an insane figure. Let's, let's beat McCartney. So I'm going to say I'll go for 2 billion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has to be, it has to be all legal money and has to be no weird dodgy tax implications in getting it. So that, that'd be my, my first one. So I'd want that disgustingly large amount of money. Yep. Uh, my second wish would be the ability to, uh, continually maintain exceptionally good health. So sort of like be able to have my body at absolute peak athletic perfection without having to do any athletic exercise. Mm-hmm. Uh, so That's I'd good. be the absolute specimen of health, keep myself uh, healthy and sound. And for my third one, the selective ability to read and influence people's minds. Ooh, that would be good. Mm. You could go up to every stranger and go listen to Talking Cods while at podcast. Yes, I would only use it for good. So obviously it would be for influencing the Talking Cods wallop listeners. Yeah. Yes. Well, no, they're the new, the new ones. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But I'd be well, just we've... creating listeners on top of listeners on top of listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've already hooked the others. Get it? Mm. Hooked. Hooked line mm. and sinker. The um, yeah. Our current listener base. But, the uh, netted, yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but then if you could uh, go and whisper in other people's ears or in their yeah. minds, mm. psst, over here, get your phone out, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> click subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't use it for any any good stuff, as in like you know, uh, probably shouldn't smoke that cigarette or whatever. 
<laughs> I'd have to see how things take me, uh, yeah. how I feel at that point in time. But yes, that would be the uh, that those would be my three wishes. Fair enough. I have to say, first of all, before we get onto mine, the tadpoles are an amazing bunch of people with the responses that we got back. So many of them are so lovely and uh, so thoughtful of other people that I almost feel bad that mine are quite selfish. But <laughs> my my wishes is obviously an abundance of wealth. Mm-hmm. So that would be lovely. You know, obviously with that, then you can buy, you know, property and stuff like that as well. So you wouldn't need to waste a second wish on, you know, getting a house or whatever, because you've got the money to be able to do it there my second wish would be that i could read better so actually physically read better so when i'm Mm -hmm. when i'm actually reading something out loud i don't stumble over my words i just literally can say things straight away and it comes out natural and normal you know it's like no issues whatsoever sort of thing and i think i'd like a cure for cancer as well Mm mm-hmm Go on, I'll throw that one in there. I know a lot of other people selected that one, so I'm sorry, but that's one of the evil diseases out there that Mm -hmm. we should be able to eliminate by now. So that would be amazing. And some of the money I'd put into curing that as well and other illnesses and stuff. So, Well, that's that's part of the reason on mine that I chose the large amount of money, because you can use it to do other positive good things you can give money to help people you can use it towards worthwhile causes so it's not it it wasn't just all about me oh no i didn't think it was i didn't think it was (laughs) (laughs) yeah you selfish bastard i didn't think it was anything about you but um (laughs) no it's just i don't know it's hard isn't it because when you get those wishes you like would you you know, how long would it take you to ponder on them? And and I suppose also the other side of it is, is that if you have a load of money, then all of a sudden you get new, you get attention, don't you? So well, you, you, get a, you have a lot of positives. You have a yeah. lot of positives. We also run the risk of an awful lot of negatives. Yeah. Uh, and I always say that about winning the lottery. We're, gonna, we're injecting an element of realism, and uh, but also, you know, the, the, the what if scenario. But say you win a huge amount winning the lottery, the problem is that it could also bring an awful lot of issues with it. So it's not all smooth sailing and uh, uh, the ripples in the pool. Yeah, it's, the ripples in the pool, should we say? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because then, yeah, you literally get like almost every single charity coming after you and stuff like that. And it's like, you do want to help everyone, but you can't physically help everyone, can you? Yeah, you get the hanger on us and the people you can't trust as well. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, fuck them all. <laughs> <laughs> so, James, did you want to read yours first? Because we, we had a mighty long response that is almost longer than Owen's submission for our Easter episode, which I know you weren't on, but <laughs> it's definitely longer than Owen's uh, essay that he wrote, I think. So... <laughs> so so I, I will endeavour to read this as well as I can. Who sent us this lovely one, Gemma? Oh, you know who it was. It was no, the bloody on, it was that bloody Graham Arnold. <laughs> yes. Uh, firstly, Graham, you've you've put a lot of thought into this one, that's good, but Graham, you also have a lot of time on your hands. So <laughs> without further to do, Graham has gone this way. So wish one, godlike slash pinnacle slash absolute slash perfect memory. This would entail the ability to never forget anything and an infinite amount of information storage in my brain, allowing me to store vast amounts of memory and information. Reasoning behind this, he's put is I can read a book and remember every single word, no matter how much time passes. I can listen to someone and remember everything that was said even a year later. Yeah, okay, I can see that. You also might remember a lot of extraneous crap that you never need to remember, but, you know, fair enough. Yeah. A wish. Yeah. Wish two: the ability to easily absorb and understand any piece of literature, both of artistic or non-artistic value, either through simply touching the piece of literature or by reading it normally. But examples of a piece of literature in this case includes a fictional book, a non-fictional book, a web article or a scientific paper. The ability to easily absorb and understand information functionality uh, functionality allows me to uh, retain any knowledge gained from reading the piece of literature permanently. And this would work in conjunction with my infinite capacity memory. 
His reading by him, this is that he can visit a library and read all the books there. It will not take that long, thanks to the fact that I barely need to process the information. I can simply scan, read, and let my perfect memory, and my computer's now just gone off. Here we go, and my perfect memory. Uh, <laughs> Graham has killed James's yeah. computer now. I can visit a library and read all the books there. It will not take that long, thanks to the fact that I barely need to process the information. I can simply scan and let my perfect memory, yep, there we are, pretty much copy and paste all of the information to my brain, instantly absorbing it and instantly becoming more intelligent. Or I can simply touch the book in question and just absorb everything inside of it instantly without even opening a page. I could waltz into a library, not minding the curious or waded out stairs and just dragging my finger across the books in the bookcase, instantly reading them all as I pass by them. If the ability to instantly absorb information through touch and through reading normally is too much for one visit, uh, one wish, sorry, then reading normally will be just fine. It covers both internet sources and traditional sources of information. That's all quite fantasy there because, you know, no libraries are, are around anymore. Everything's shut. <laughs> <Yeah. So. laughs> well, libraries still do exist, but uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they are slowly they are slowly opening. So you know, for the time being, he can just get everything off of the internet, I suppose, can't he? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So, wish three: the ability to instinctively understand if the information I'm reading or viewing is false, partially false, true, partially true, or neither. Not at all bound by the current understanding of science or reality, but rather the understanding of all beings in the universe which are no doubt somewhere out there, somewhere far or close. If possible, the ability, su- the ability surpasses even the knowledge of all alien races and extends to, liter- to literally everything, no matter how vague or outlandish. An example being, does a god or godlike being exist? And the reasoning behind this is that it allows Graham to only take into my brain that which is correct and true, even if I have the ability to absorb everything I read, I may end up absorbing some absorbing something which might be false. This is also very exploitable, as I can write down various phrases on a piece of paper and fact check them. For example, I can write down there are parallel universes, or there are aliens out there, or FTL travel is possible, or the Illuminati are real, or time travel, and so on and so forth, and receive a true or false answer from it. I can narrow those down, such as it is possible to visit parallel universes, or there are aliens within two light years of us, or there's an alien race with access to a Dyson sphere. All of this would help my scientific research into these concepts and make the researching process become much easier, as I need to do fewer tests or no tests at all. I can forget about pursuing impossible things, such as if I was to find out what, that faster than light travel was completely impossible, that I would not put any resources into pursuing it, and instead focus on finding a way to lock a human being in stasis for a long-distance travel. Wow. Now, wow. Gray has even given us a conclusion. I was going to say, so, if he turns around, because to be honest, when he posted this to our, um, our DM, I didn't read it. I just copied and pasted it because I was like, that's too much. Too much. So, I can't cope. So, so I still... Will, Sorry, I was just going to say I would laugh if um, the on conclusion, uh, in conclusion part was that uh, he's just made us read this for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) He's put in conclusion, not even the smartest people on the planet at the moment or even in the entire history of mankind will have the same amount of knowledge uh, internalized in their brains as I would have by just visiting one or two libraries. He's put hopefully by being broad in my second wish by using the term a piece of literature. My ability can extend to sources such as Wikipedia, and he's putting those out the most trusted source, but with my fact-checking ability, it's not an issue, and any large storage areas of information on the internet. I would literally become a walking library of all the world's information very quickly, a walking Wikipedia, walking computer. So by doing all of this, I can become a genius beyond any of my peers in any and all sciences, especially when it comes to anything theoretical. As practical knowledge, such as how to play a shooter game, well, that might be a problem, even if you know the theory behind it. 
I would use this ability to hopefully revolutionize various scientific fields, making progress in robotics, medicine, and even farming. Various issues can be solved through a singular person knowing everything. Issues such as terminal illness and world hunger can be solved. Global warming will not even be an issue after a few, few years with my help. I would hope I can discover faster than light travel, produce AIs and have them not become bloodthirsty maniacs. <laughs> uh, imagine a singular person having the whole of humanity's knowledge and be able to recall that knowledge perfectly. Eventually, I may discover immortality, which is something that I will keep to myself, as well as any loved ones, as being immortal can be lonely without any loved ones. I keep it to myself helps prevent conflict from breaking out over me having the ability, or me defying the gods of various religions. Hopefully, when people realize that I haven't aged a single day, despite being 90 years old, they wouldn't really care due to the fact they are happily flying around in their hover cars or sitting in the sky. While their family members from the next star system over come to visit them later in the day. Uh, I wouldn't want to get into conflict with a singular person who made that happen. In fact, I'd be ecstatic if an immortal, all-knowing individual has proven to be working largely in the interest of humanity, was the leader of the world, and was the one who made all of the decisions. Furthermore, on the topic of being an all-knowing leader, I might end up becoming the leader of the country, the UK in my case, and I can use my vast intellect to hopefully improve the country, such as in food quality, power, transport, hygiene, and other such examples. Being a mortal leader of a country is always a plus when it comes to this, so I can pretty much rule forever. However, that is only if I was to somehow find a way to implant myself as a dictator in the UK first. Also, with my increase in power, I may be able to access more classified information, visit vast private libraries and just increase my knowledge even more. And yes, there are some selfish reasons for my choices. I can make a lot of money, have a position of power, become the most important person in the world and be in literally every history book from then on. And finally, become the most desirable person on the planet, even if I was average in appearance, or to be even more extreme, absolutely horrid to look at. But I feel that even if I still had a selfish reason for my choices, the things I could do for humanity are numerous, surpassing even that of the wishes, such as no mental illness, uh, possibly can be solved through science, he's put, or no one is greedy. And he's put that's not a solver, but if I was to become the leader of the country or even the world, it would become less of an, ins- an issue. Greedy politicians be gone. Fair point. Yeah. Has he done yet? Don't <laughs> solve these tadpoles. If you're still hanging on in there, well done. We've probably lost about 75% of our listener base at this point because they've just gone, oh, my God, he's still going. <laughs> we but can also tell was, the reason why James is reading this one. <laughs> yeah. But that was, uh, I think that being very serious, Graham, that was absolutely brilliant. And I think there's a lot of very good thinking in that. I liked it. Very good. Thank you. There was definitely a lot of deep thoughts. And James, please feel free to get yourself a drink now. <laughs> You're all right. I'm very impressed by that. All jokes aside, very impressed. But yes, we can see why I was chosen to read that one. <laughs> and, you know, Graham knows this is a comedy podcast. So he knows we're going to take the piss. Should I just say, reading that has taken up pretty much half of our recording time yeah. that we'd already done. <laughs> so unfortunately, Salty Tapos, we don't have any time left for any of the oh, other answers. Yeah. <laughs> Please direct all messages of thanks, anger, etc. to Graham. Yes. <laughs> no, we couldn't do that possibly. So I'm going to go with the Twitter people first. So this is from the Deuce podcast. His answer is... A large, steady stream of money, enough to pursue creative endeavours, FT, and create uh, programmes for communities in need. What's FT? Okay. Full-time? Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, I doubt you mean the Financial Times, so I'm assuming you mean full-time. <laughs> well, I was thinking Financial Times, so I was like... Is you wishing to purchase the Financial Times? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Wish number two, the ability to jump into and out of any TV show, movie, book, etc. I'll grab some tech to end sickness and world hunger. So that's cool. You know, like say if it was Star Wars or whatever, not Star mm-hmm. Wars, Star Trek is what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and if they, their medical supplies and things like that, he'd be able to jump in and get those. And hopefully that would uh, help people. And number three, 
is superpowers. I'm not all that picky. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. And then we've got Stephen Greening, who has said any serious illness, e.g. cancer, dementia, etc. eliminated. The need for glasses eliminated. Access to unlimited money. So those are good choices as well. Mm-hmm. And I especially like the idea that I haven't got to wear glasses. I've had to wear them since I was five years old. So, you know, come on, people, give me a break. <laughs> That's a long time. Jay Ray from Politics with Dummies. Hasn't got any reference to your hair this week, James, so you'll be happy to know. Uh, his <laughs> <laughs> Jealousy, but go on. I he know. Just, I'm surprised the wish wasn't, I wish I could have hair as good as James, but you know. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> Ability to time travel at will, healing yeah. powers, and be a talented singer. I'd love to time travel. Yeah. Before James even started this podcast, I used to always like rave on about. I was just like, "Oh my god, I want to time travel." <laughs> uh, like many want to travel to the time before I join the podcast. No, <laughs> no, because I only got to repeat all the pain that we went through at the beginning. Then <laughs> <laughs> I got you trained now. I don't want to should leave I, now. God, not again. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I do. I love the concept of uh, time travel. I think it's amazing. So next answer is from Two Girls on a Bench. It's also a podcast. No more sickness of any kind. Enough food for all and more snacks for us. Because they have a segment on their podcast where they have they try different snacks. Just to kind of explain what that was about. And three, a little selfish, but enough money to be creative full time would be amazing. Because they're uh, writers as well. So that would be good. Pitney and Amelia's Bitchin' Boutique. (laughs) Wish number one. Everyone fully vaccinated immediately. Wish number two. My princess from Walking Dead costume to be finished and fits perfectly. And I'll have to have a little think about number three. So she's only got two. So, but that's, that's good, aren't they? It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Now I move over to Facebook where... We had quite a few more answers. And of course now it's gone. Bear with. Had it open all lovely and ready. And then it's it's just closed itself down as I clicked on it. Well, while you're doing with that, I'll I'll just one put a conjecturized thought of, and it's very good that everyone says they want to wish an end to sort of illness and all these problems. But I've always thought one problem you can have is if you eradicate illness, there's, there's a chance that people wouldn't die. And the population on the planet would just grow and grow and grow. And you need people to die to be able to keep the population going. So yeah. I understand where people come from. It would be very interesting to see what happened if that wish became true, that nobody did become ill. You eradicated illness. What on earth would happen? And it's the same thing that I think of with time travel. I like that idea, but what if you vastly influence, you know, influence something either positive or negatively you could change history you don't know what the outcome would be so they are very interesting ideas yeah to see what would happen with those sort of things yeah i definitely agree with that actually as well and also when you were saying that as well i was thinking that also all of the medical staff that have had to go through Mm -hmm. years and years of training are Mm -hmm. no longer really going to be required are they Mm. it's just that it's an interesting thing to think what the outcome of some things would be you know, that nothing is ever quite as simple as you would initially think it'd be. Yeah. Uh, but hey, it's your wishes, Salty Tadpole. So whatever makes you happy, whatever you want to happen, we, we're, we're all behind that. We love it. Yeah. It's all interesting. Whatever makes you happy. You know, unless you're Morrissey. Uh, whatever sci- makes you sad. <laughs> <laughs> you're so very special. I wish I was special. Bottom. But um, but I'm a freak. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm a winner. <laughs> Sorry, back from the commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just as you said that though, I was just like, oh, that song popped into my head, so I had to sing it. Okay, so moving over to Facebook now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got from Lucy Orchard fantastic amazing comedian lucy orchard uh she has said she'd like 200 million 
she'd like to be a size 10, which to me, she's perfect the size she is. So she doesn't really need to be a size 10, but, you know, that's her own personal choice. And then she'd also like another 200 million pounds. If if I've got 2 billion, I'll just own her. I'll buy her out. (laughs) Yeah, you could do. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa from the Book Reading Podcast says... I'd like everyone I know who has either physical, mental, emotional abuse to have that taken away. She'd like a yacht. And on that yacht, she said that she would like it if they only served wine and cheeseburgers. I was kind of ad-libbing that little bit at the end there. You could probably tell. But uh, yes, that's uh, that's definitely good. Owen Edmonds, the ability to control the health of anybody in the world for example i would like to eat pizza all day and not put on any weight why because i want to eat pizza cake and chocolate all day (laughs) but i don't want to be fat (laughs) or die or die (laughs) (laughs) wish number two the ability to very slightly alter sport for example i'd like to be able to give a team a corner kick when it shouldn't be theirs why i'd like to think i'd be benevolent and this would test me (laughs) (laughs) wish number three i'd like to be able to have any superpower that i want but only for 30 minutes at a time and only twice a month for example yeah it is for example I could fly myself to Tenerife, but then I would have to get the plane back. Why? I want to be all powerful, but not stupidly so. Plus, if I'm invisible, I won't need more than 30 minutes to have a good look. (laughs) 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 And he follows on with, everyone wants to be all powerful, sort of infinity stone powerful, Sadly, I know I might become a bit, uh, oh, he's written a big word. That's mean. (laughs) Omnipotent? (laughs) No, it's megalomatic. Megalomatic? Do you mean megalomaniac? Megalomaniac. Right, okay. All right, Owen. Yeah, you get. (laughs) Megalomaniac. Yeah, <laughs> might become a bit of a megnum, uh, megalomaniac, and that wouldn't be good for lots of people. Power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. So this is true. Yeah, yeah, that is very good. And uh, I'll let you off putting in that big word. You know, you know, I'm not good with big words. It's mean. <laughs> okay, so my youngest niece, Jessica Williams. She has written, first wish would be no more masks because they are horrible to work in. And then the laughy emoji face. I thought you said said no more masks. I thought, really? (laughs) Masks. Sorry, masks. (laughs) (laughs) The second wish would be to have a beagle because they are so cute, to which I did have to ask her the question of, I thought that you wanted a sausage dog. Obviously, I know that that's not their technical term, but I can't remember what it called. And she said, well, I can have both, can't I? <laughs> so we'll let her. And the third wish is to have a biscuit tin that is always full of biscuits. I like this. She's picked very simple wishes. I like yeah. it. She asked for a lot. Does she still want a dash fund or not? Um, well, I think so. Because um, the reason why I think that is because every year we all get her sausage dog related stuff or Uh, dash hound stuff. Because she says, I really love them. And all of a sudden now she likes a beagle. (laughs) Must be a hint, hint. She wants a beagle related gift next. Yeah. (laughs) But no, you you said that very simple wishes and she doesn't really ask for much. But to be honest, Mm. that actually pretty much sums her up. She doesn't ask for much. You know, she does, she gets stuff, obviously, but she doesn't really have a need or want for much or anything. That's if that pretty sense. damn good. Yeah. To have learnt that at the age of 20, I mean, that's pretty impressive, mm. isn't it? So, um, yep. No, I'm impressed. Yeah. 
Next one is from Kelly Edgar. Conservative MPs would suffer repercussions of their actions. That's fair enough. Um, enough money to afford a house and bottomless cheesecake, which I'm totally on board with number three. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now, Lee Williams, this is from my big brother. First wish, a cure for cancer. So I kind of stole his from earlier. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Lee, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm your little sister. You can let me steal it. The second wish, qualify as a counsellor so that he can leave his crappy job because he's currently training to be a counsellor. So okay, yeah, yeah. It's, it's going very, very well. So I don't really think... Good. I think that wish will be uh, coming true very soon. And he had to add me in there. He said, for my sister to become a rich and famous and acknowledged for all of the hard work she puts into her podcast. Mm, he's creeping, but I do like it. That's a good <laughs> wish. I mean, you're a creep, but yeah, that's not a bad wish. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> I'll let him. <laughs> I can hear like a vacuum cleaner noise. <laughs> you can hear that, can you? No, it's a suck oh. <laughs> I was going to say, because there's cupboards banging, not a uh, vacuum. Noise, but there you go. Right. <laughs> it's nearly dinner time. <laughs> Karen Ingman. As a true crime fan, I wish for the unsolved serial killers to be found. As much as I love the speculation, I really need to know who Jack the Ripper and the Zodiac is. Stroke R. <laughs> the worst thing is, I think you could have been very disappointed. <laughs> yeah, you probably will be. I think it's the mystery that keeps them both yeah. alive, isn't it? Yeah. But I also really would love to know who Jack the Ripper is as well, and the Zodiac as well. Number two, for cheese to be good for you. Amazing. God, there's some very, very obscure, so <laughs> very simple, but strange wishes people are going for. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe maybe he's got like a dairy issue or something like ah, that, that you know, yeah, so he yeah, can okay. now eat. You can eat cheese. And his third one is for humans to realise that we're all in this together, no matter what we look like, where we come from, or who we worship, or not. Yep, no, that's not a bad point. Yeah, he continues with who we fancy and to get our bums into gear and sort our mess out. Mm -hmm. Which I think are really, really good ones. Yep. Yeah, I've got one that came through from uh, Dan Parker, I know, and her wishes were very simple and very good, which were all my family and friends to have, a, to have good health, for the virus to be gone and, ba- and uh, everything to be back to normal and to be happy in my life. So I think they're very simple, good little wishes to go for. Yeah, they are lovely. They are definitely lovely. I've got a few from the Facebook page as well. So, excellent, um, excellent. Yeah, got James Higson. This one really made me laugh. Two sausage rolls and a steak slice from Greg's. <laughs> <laughs> that is a beautiful wish. Not the healthiest, but it's a beautiful wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really loved that because it was, um, yeah, Greg's are one of the best places for pastries and those kind of things, I think, personally speaking. But Joanne Alexander. Not sure who she is. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know who she is. Yeah. Name rings a bell. But, yeah, you know. yeah, I think she's from like Scotland or something. Um, yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, somewhere, some, somewhere. <laughs> okay, so she put health, wealth, and happiness. Failing that, one, to drink from the skull of my enemies, <laughs> two, <laughs> to sail the high seas, and three, to stop pretending I'm a pirate. <laughs> god she's a lovely bonkers <laughs> she is isn't she <laughs> okay <Hello>, mistress <laughs> cole art says to have enough money in my pocket for whatever i want the other two will take some time of thinking so obviously he never came back to me on that but uh still you know it's good to have the money in your pocket. Yeah. Um, seven more. So, yeah, so cool. obviously you had an amazing outpour with this one. So Bridget Folk says, to be the perfect weight, unlimited funds in my bank account, and three, to be able to travel anywhere healthy and safely. Mm. Good. Yeah. Now my mum my mum got involved. 
but she gave me her partner's wishes, so Graham's wishes. Not okay. Graham Arnold, because he's already covered no. his. But uh, Graham he's Hubbard. covered them for a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Graham wasn't just doing his own. I think he'd stuck somebody else's in as well. But yeah, I think he copied and pasted his from Wikipedia. You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> Putting it away in Google. Ultimate yeah. wish for the fulfillment. Probably came up with several naughty sites, but finally found the ones he wanted. <laughs> or maybe what the naughty sites? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, he probably yeah. visited them as well. Come on, let's face it. Did Only human. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my mum's boyfriend Graham's wishes are one to stay as happy as he is now. Ah. Uh, Creep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Two to be healthy, yeah. and three to have a super duper camper van. <laughs> no, no, yeah. I like those. They're very good. Sean Williams says, no relation to me, I don't believe, but Sean Williams says, for mm-hmm. the pandemic to be over, the virus beaten, no more masks, life is normal again. Good man. Yeah. Good man. To win the jackpot in the lottery so I can pay off everything I owe and split the wealth with those I care about. Right. That's good. That's yeah. good. It's also good, isn't it? And number three, having super strength like Superman, but the speed of the flash and perfect teeth. Interesting. <laughs> I yes. like the perfect teeth part. <laughs> yeah. Clearly the perfect teeth is thinking of me, but yeah. Mm. <laughs> And you could just spit yours out and give them to him, couldn't you? Again, I can neither confirm or deny these allegations. <laughs> Robert Malone says, to crush my enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Hear the lamenta- uh, lamentations <laughs> of their women. <laughs> did I say that word right? Lamentations. Yeah, you did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought it'd be this. Go on. <laughs> and soft toilet paper. <laughs> thank you conan (laughs) did conan ask for soft toilet paper as well though he was probably thinking about it because let's be honest the sumerians (laughs) would not be having the most (laughs) fun i'm sure wiping (laughs) right so from the wonderful bob christian my three wishes would be One, my wife and I to be healthy and free from dietary issues. I'm a celiac and as such can't eat bread, drink Mm -hmm. beer, etc. My wife has lots of dietary issues and her joints are constantly dislodging, dislocating. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds really, really painful. I feel very sorry for her. Number two, for my wife and I to see her dad. He passed Mm -hmm. away just before we met. He was a huge part of her life, and she still misses him dearly. I'd like to meet the man who meant so much to her. She's very sweet. And number three, £93 million. Why? Well, come on. Everyone asks for cash, right? I'd like to be able to put money to one side for my grandchildren's future, buy a nice bungalow for me and Mrs. Bob, buy a nice car and a shed, then use the rest to start up a charitable foundation to alleviate young homelessness and obviously i did say that i did like i do love the fact that you said the exact money amount that he would like so it's not millions he would like Mm. exactly 93 million Mm. (laughs) so i think he probably has got enough money for that so that's good 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 david cooper enough cash to give me the opportunity to retire Mm -hmm. a biggish house in the woods somewhere away from everyone else (laughs) that relates to me i I feel that way real peace as i don't really need three wishes so the universe can have one which is nice nice yep last one so this one is from lucy caton you know our wonderful lucy we all know her we do we do we do an affordable cure for all cancers a winning euro millions ticket this would allow me to grant several wishes that require the money and number three an uninterrupted night with captain america <laughs> which, which captain america she's got a choice of three <laughs> has she well she got steve rogers the falcon dude sam whose surname escapes me and uh, and walker who's the uh, another captain america so which one lucy yeah. which one <laughs> 
She means Chris Evans, so right, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So is it, uh, yeah, so she, yeah, Chris Evans. She kind of me is he the Captain America or the Human Torch? Mm. Actually, talking about that subject, have you watched any of the Winter Falcon? The Winter Falcon. Oh, Winter Winter Falcon. Falcon. I I want to see the Winter Falcon. That sounds like a child's uh, Christmas story. (laughs) What's it, though? It's the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, I love it. Very interesting stuff. I haven't actually watched it. I've, uh, to be honest, I completely forgot about it. So I may need to add that to my list of things to watch. So. No, I recommend it. Although I am finding myself siding with the supposed bad guy quite a lot. So well, that's quite common for you, anyway, isn't it? That is, yeah. <laughs> I generally just seem to—that's very common with me. I always seem to find myself siding with the bad guy. Anyway, going back to you know our salty tadpoles. Thank you ever so much for the outpour of responses there, because that was obviously quite a few. I mean, I think. The ones that I covered probably took up the same amount of time as <laughs> James reading Graham. James <laughs> reading Graham. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, Graham. You give me that ment. I mean, it was good uh, being serious. Thank you all for putting them in because yeah. they're all very interesting. Very interesting. Very and a lot have been very altruistic. So that's very good. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Even some big words as well. So I think we should put any of the sort of games or anything like that that we were going to play on hold this week and put them uh, in the back. I would say so, yeah. Yeah. Stick a pin in it, as they yeah. say. Yeah, stick a pin in it. Don't worry, it wasn't going to be really anything fantastic. It was just like a couple of would you brothers. So we'll do that on a next couple of episodes or something. So Because obviously we are running fairly long on this episode already. And we haven't done stories of the week. So, we have. No. Did you want to take that away, James, with your first yes. story of the week? So, it's one people may, some people may already be aware, but a woman in Krakow, Poland, had quite a fright when she saw what looked like a bizarre animal be hanging about in the lilac tree outside her home for a few days. Spooky, eh? Mm. The woman called for help, for help dealing with what she thought might be an iguana. When the officers showed up at the scene, they were able to nab the mysterious animal. And I'm just going to say single-handed, because I don't want to give anything away, but guess what the animal was? Can you guess? Can you guess? A cat? No. Oh. (laughs) Their term was bread-handed, because the animal in question turned out to be a croissant. (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh dear <laughs> uh, and you could also say you don't believe it or don't you know like don't don't don't, don't. uh yeah. yeah what a donut but uh and i've seen pictures i can kind of see if you're looking at a distance why you might not be sure but it says the person behind the post theorized this was uh the croissant was thrown out of a window as a treat for the birds and ended up getting stuck in the tree although the woman's worry turned out to be unfounded she did the right thing because there are people willing to get rid of any animal that causes some trouble or just get bored it's better to check and be pleasantly disappointed the animal rescue did not mention what happened to the croissant after it was received from the tree It definitely wasn't eaten. <laughs> no, definitely not. No. That is so bizarre. <laughs> yep. Where did you find that? In the Yorkshire Dales or something? <laughs> no, no, it's in Krakow. It's in Poland. Oh, yeah, of course it was. Yeah, yeah sorry. I was paying attention, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, um, yeah, what a, str- I mean, I can, I guess, looking at the picture, you could, the weird angles and stuff, but. Dear God. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, you know, I mean, I did once think that somebody had dropped their uh, black glove on the floor. Mm-hmm. And I thought that it was dog poo. So, you know, I stepped around it. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it happens. The eyes can pay tricks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, obviously, I alerted people not to walk over it. And everyone was just like, why? It's only a glove. And I was like, oh, <laughs> well the person reported it shouldn't feel bad we could all butter her up yeah better about ourselves (laughs) we definitely can Mm. (laughs) oh so silly oh i love it though 
<laughs> anyway, hot. what what have you got? Yeah, I was going to say it was got? hot, hot off the oven. Oh um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of hot off the press. Okay, so as I alluded to earlier, my story goes back to the royal family, but in a comical <laughs> way. So the headline reads: Prince Harry's new job title means <laughs> penis. In Japanese. (laughs) 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 Prince Harry has got himself a new job as chief impact officer at a mental health startup in California, a position which is known as Chimpo (laughs) in business circles. Congratulations to him, but it's getting attention for the wrong reasons in Japan. That's because the word is slang for penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's unfortunate, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. <laughs> but at least we know now that if we go chimpo, chimpo. <laughs> yeah, I'll try and not, if I, if I ever do get a chance to Japan, I will try and remember not to go around shouting that. <laughs> <laughs> Might be an episode title, though. What do you think? <laughs> Yes, yes. A Japanese news site, Sora News 24, reported that people were laughing at the job title, saying things like, I bet this news made junior high school boys happy. And it doesn't matter what age you are, the word chimpo always raises a smile. Yes, I get it, you know. (laughs) Always rises to meet a challenge, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Suit you, sir. <laughs> Another said, imagine if he came to Japan and introduced himself as a chimpo <laughs> to <Yeah>. officials. <laughs> a big conference. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see their faces. <laughs> the title isn't just specific to him, as many companies will have a chimpo. Many he people just... will have a chimpo as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just happens to be the chimpo for coaching company Better Up. <laughs> Freaking hell, you couldn't write this, could you? No. <laughs> After the move was announced, he told the Wall Street Journal he wanted to use the role to create impact in people's lives. <laughs> well, he's doing that. So, I mean, some people do consider him a chimpo, so yes. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't. I think he's wonderful. I love him. I, I don't like his wife, but uh, but there you go. <laughs> he went on, proactive coaching provides endless possibilities for personal development, increased <laughs> awareness, and an all-round better life. Harry will not be directly managing employees as his, as part of his role, but is expected to be part of meetings and that's got nothing to do with penis. So, um, yeah, sorry. It's wonderful that you got a new job, Harry. You know, clearly being a prince wasn't, you know, good enough. But uh, <laughs> now you are officially a chimpo. Mm. Harry the Jimbo. (laughs) It sounds strange that he's not going to be so much having a job job. It's more like he's like a figurehead sort of thing. So, Mm. but yeah, hats off to the guy. Let's hope it all works out for him. And when he goes to Japan, they don't keep shouting penis at him. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it would be funny if this article hadn't come out and they did that. (laughs) Mm. It would actually. Yeah. People are pointing at him and shouting it. Yeah. Yeah. Chimpo, 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 yeah. yes, yes, that's me, that's yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine waving thumbs up, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not a thumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, I don't know about you, James, but I think it's uh, time to wrap up this episode. I'd agree. My throat is so dry from reading Graham's stuff. <laughs> yeah, mine too. <laughs> My, mine's dry from listening to it. <laughs> so in that case then i think that we've been talking enough codswallop this week i have been Gemma. i am as ever james and we have been talking codswallop goodbye bye bye bye